Welcome to Sportsman of Colorado, Colorado's premier outdoor radio show heard every Saturday afternoon on KLZ 560 with insights on hunting, fishing, archery, guns, and ammo from Colorado's top outfitters featuring the industry's leading experts on how to enhance your experience in the great outdoors. Now, here's your host, Scott Watley. Welcome to Sportsman of Colorado. Thank you so much for joining us today. My name is Scott Watley, and we appreciate you being with us. Hope everyone has enjoyed a great week. Glad to have in studio Will Marquette. Will is a great friend of our show. Um, man, great outdoor guy. You can hear him about him on our Sportsman of Colorado show. But him and his wife, Karina, own a store called Outdoors Geek Gear Rentals. So wanted to get him on the show and inform all of our listeners about this great store. So, Will, glad to see you, sir. Thanks, Scott. Great to be here. All right. Outdoors Geek Gear Rental. Man, now you've explained to me a lot about this, and I even came by and I did a tour uh, over there, and wow, I've never seen so much gear in all my life. And the concept of renting it rather than buying it, especially for those that don't get out in the outdoors a lot, man, great concept. So kind of tell us the thought process behind this. Yeah, I, my wife and I started this business in 2010, and uh, it's just been a, a tre- tremendous blessing for us. Uh, we uh, started out out of our house, uh, bought some gear, started a website, and uh, just thought we'd dabble in it right. and see if it worked because <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't a lot of proof of concept for it. Sure. And uh, it did. I mean, we exceeded our expectations and ultimately uh, – got a 900 square foot warehouse and then a thousand and then 1500 and then 3000 and we operate today out of a 7500 square foot warehouse that is as you mentioned chock full of mostly rental gear but we carry uh, we have a we have a store as well and we carry all the major brands there for uh, retail and we sell uh, tons of used gear through our store and and online as well well and you know i hope this will spur a lot of our listeners to get in the outdoors maybe you say hey i'm not a hunter i'm not an outdoor person but you know what i tell you when you look at all the different things with our kids today and um spending time with them instead of going to some hotel and spending two or three hundred bucks a night i'm telling you you can take really what one night may cost you at one of these hotels and rent a lot of stuff to have a good outdoor experience with your family. Oh, and outdoor gear is so expensive today, you know, especially something that's mountain worthy kind of outdoors mm-hmm. gear. I don't care if you're camping or backpacking or doing something in your backyard. I mean, our weather is so variable here. Uh, it's true. You can, you can pick up a tent at Walmart for 30 bucks or something like that, but it's probably not the tent that you want to be using in the Rocky Mountains. <laughs> yeah. uh, you're much better off with the known brands there like Marmot and North Face and Big Agnes and, mm-hmm. you know, the ones that are known in the industry for making a great product. And how exciting is it that you can do it for, I don't know, a fifth of the cost sure. of going out and buying gear? I mean, it's pretty amazing. Right. If, if You know, there's so many people out there today, Scott, that they want to have an outdoor experience, often with their kids, but oftentimes just individuals or couples. But they don't want to be campers. Mm-hmm. They don't want to be backpackers. Right. They just want the experience. Sure. And rental gear gives them that opportunity to do that, which yep. is which is pretty cool. Yep. And you know what? Hey, if it's your first time to go and do it, they can advise you on a lot of different things. But I'm telling you, what usually makes kids not want to go back out and enjoy something or a spouse 
is when you don't have the right gear. <laughs> you know, things are uncomfortable. They're uncomfortable. They're cold. They're wet. <laughs> oh, yeah. All the different things. And here, like you say, you've got a chance to rent top quality gear that's going to really make you have a great outdoor experience. When you start with a good baseline, you know, which is that good gear. And let me tell you, in the outdoor industry, there is a tremendous difference between gear. Uh, if you look at sleeping bags alone, uh, when somebody says a sleeping bag is good down to 20 degrees, that is a bunch of BS. <laughs> I mean, it is not true. Right. And there are only a select number of cust- or companies that actually test their gear independently. So there's an independent okay. testing organization that says, okay, they're rating this sleeping bag at 20 degrees. Most likely, guys will be comfortable in this bag down to about 24 degrees, and women will be comfortable in this bag down to about 28 degrees. And there is a difference between how guys mm-hmm. and girls sleep sure. and where their comfort level is. And you know what? If you don't get outdoors very much and aren't used to sleeping where it's a little bit cold, then you better get a sleeping bag that's even yeah. warmer than that because you're not no. going to be used to that cold air being around you. So we can, we can give... Uh, you know, a ton of advice uh, from people that use the gear, understand the gear, and want you to have a great experience. Right. And, you know, we reach in Wyoming, down New Mexico with our show. So, I mean, people can fly in here, swing by your location there at 4431 Glencoe Street, have their order already pre-processed if they've gone on your website and talked with Karina and got that done, pick it all up, head out, do their camping, bring it all back, and just dump it off right there. Right? They don't have to clean it. They don't have to do anything. All they got to do is bring it back to us. Uh, we have after-hours opportunities to drop things off, uh, so don't worry about our business hours. Well, you should be thinking about them because we'd want to schedule that with you. Sure. But we're going to make it as convenient as possible. Let's say you're driving from Denver to uh, San Francisco. You're going to spend some time in Yosemite or whatever you're going to do along the way. We can also work it out so it's shipped back from San Francisco. So one of the things that we do is we ship camping gear all over the country every single day. And so we do round-trip shipping stuff. So if you've got a hotel that you're maybe you don't want to pick up the gear in Denver, well, you can pick it up wherever your first-night hotel room is. We'll make sure that it's uh, ready for you and lands before you get there. Inside the box will be a return label. Uh, If if you're planning on, you know, dropping a car and flying back or whatever it might be, Uh, so yeah, whatever it is you're doing, we can probably build a, a, you know, a package of gear and a situation that works out best for, for you. Right. So somebody says, Hey, going to go camping, got four people, you know, wife, couple of kids. What's kind of generally in some kind of package like that? Yeah. So one of the kind of magical things we've done in our business, that's made that customers love is we put together many packages. So uh, we have family camping packages. We have couples retreat packages. We have Yellowstone packages, Rocky Mountain camping packages. So your standard kind of set of gear is going to be a tent that's appropriately sized for your group. And when I say appropriately sized, remember when these companies make tents, a 10 by 10 tent, they're going to rate it as six person. Well, we know that's not a six person tent. We know that four of you are probably going to be comfortable. So if you're getting a four person camping package from us, we're going to give you a six person tent, which is a four person tent (laughs) in reality. Right. Uh, We're going to set you up with sleeping bags. We're going to set you up with sleeping pads. 
uh, and that would be kind of the the minimum camping package. You know, if you just want the basics, we've mm-hmm. got our four person camping package. But if if you want to add to that because you're a family, maybe you're going to need coolers and lighting and things like that. We've got packages that cover just about any scenario. And if we don't, you can get a package, uh, sleeping bag, pad, and tent, and you can add any a la carte item that you want to wow. that, that's available. So it's it's a really flexible way to go about it. If you want to go about it all a la carte, you can, but most people are going to start with some kind of a package that makes sense to what they're doing. Sure. Will Marquette is with us, him and his wife, Karina. They own Outdoors Geek Gear Rental, located at 4431 Glencoe Street in Denver, their website, outdoorsgeek.com. And um, we're just going to touch on a couple of bullet points here, so to speak, of different things to let you know. And um, uh, and one term that um, I wasn't as familiar with um, that came up is glamping, uh, <laughs> yeah. Will. And uh, when I looked on your website, it kind of gave an event or do it yourself. So kind of give us the whole uh, explanation of glamping. Yeah, for sure. You know, when we started this business, I didn't know what glamping was either, to be right. totally honest with you. Uh, it was a... Uh, maybe I'd heard the term, I don't remember, but there were hardly any searches for it on online, sure. and now it's just blown up. It's unbelievable how big it's got, and it's big in a lot of different ways. You've got destination glamping, so that's where uh, you're going to a place because they have tents, and they're probably set up really nicely with queen beds or king beds and dressers and all that kind of thing. Or you've got mobile glamping, which is more like what you'd experience at a music festival or an event where, like, when I say or an event, I mean you could do it for a wedding. We do several weddings a year. We do several corporate events a year. Uh, We do the Coachella Music Festival. So that's where we go out and we set up hundreds of tents and stage them however the music festival wants them staged. Uh, We do Firefly Music Festival, the biggest camping festival on the East Coast, where we set up, I don't know, 350 tents or so. So uh, we do the uh, Balloon Festival in uh, New Mexico. Okay. Uh, So, and we'll do numerous other events here in Colorado and in the Eastern United States. But one of the cool things that Scott mentioned is we're also doing do-it-yourself glamping. So that's not quite as do-it-yourself uh, we're going to put the package together for you. Right. You know, you're going to decide how many tents that you need, whether it's one or six or whatever it might be. So you can have your event at your location. You're going to provide the labor uh, for setting everything up, but that's going to save you a tremendous amount of money, mm-hmm. which means that, you know, you can do a small glamping event without having to worry about the cost of having uh, Outdoors Geek activate you know, for six tenths, which gets sure. expensive. Right. Well, that's so, very cool. Neat. Now, when we talk about, um, of course, rental gear for camping, also even, uh, hey, a lot of people are into backpacking here. And so you guys offer that as well. Yeah, and I should say, I'm glad you brought that up because it reminds me that, you know, it's important to say everything, all the gear that we handle is top-of-the-line gear. So we promise you new or like new gear. You're not going to get any tired old stuff from Outdoors Geek. We've sold it used well well before that kind of thing happens. And if a tent has, you know, a stains in it or something like that, we're going to sell that as used gear. Uh, so you can, you can count on good gear. And so when you talk about backpacking, uh, you're talking about the leading backpack companies in the industry. Osprey Packs is one that 
holds almost uh, 30% market share. So they're, a, okay. they're huge in the pack industry. And so what that means is they're the, one of the best technology companies out there. And so you're talking about comfort, you know, and carrying gear and whatnot. Uh, we also have packs from Gregory, a lot of packs from Gregory, great, uh, great backpacks. Deuter is another really good pack that we handle. So we're, we carry kid carriers, uh, so if you got a little one, right. uh, we carry those. Uh, we think the best one on the market is made by Deuter. So we've re- we're really going to hook you up with the best gear, the, the names that you know, uh, that, that mountain people know, mm-hmm. uh, that camping people know, like Marmot, North Face, Exped, uh, Big Agnes, Gregory, Osprey. All these are the guys that uh, we've partnered with because – We've just picked out the best gear that's out there. I mean, we're backpackers. Right. We know what's comfortable, you know, when we use it. Sure. And so that's how we've gone about growing that business. Right. And you talk about this festival. I mean, music is a big thing here in our state, just in, in, in everywhere else, too, as you mentioned, other states that you guys do things in. But, boy, if somebody's looking to do a nice package, uh, you know, maybe you're going to go to a festival and you want to set up a tent for your, your family and all to enjoy, man, great deal. Absolutely, and uh, we've even got some music festival packages. And so uh, we uh, we we understand music festivals. We do big activations for them, but we also do individual rentals for music festivals. So if you're heading out anywhere and uh, you know to a Rise music festival in uh, the Loveland area or Seven Sisters uh, in the south of Buena Vista. Uh, we can put together a package. If we don't already have one online, we can put together a package for you for a music festival and get you all set up. All right. Make it easy. Good deal. Well, I tell you what, when you call uh, 303-699-6944, again, that's Outdoors Geek Gear Rental. Um, I don't know you heard about them here on the show, and, you know, it depends on what all you get and all, but I promise you if you mention the show, uh, they'll do something for you and uh, figure something out for you. Just let them know you heard um, Will here on KLZ 560. And once again, their address, 4431 Glencoe Street. If you're around that area or, hey, want to take make a call, make sure, um, you know, they're not slammed over there, but uh, make a call. Just take a look at all the different things they have to offer. And as Will said, great equipment, top-of-the-line equipment uh, for all of your rental needs. As he mentioned, too, man, they can do things out of state for you, in-state here in Colorado. So truly your one-stop shop for all of your rental needs there for the outdoors. So, Will... Always fun, sir, and we'll look forward to our next visit. Well, we're passionate about the outdoors and really happy to be here. Thanks so much, Scott. All right, sir. That's Will Marquette. Once again, Outdoors Geek Gear Rental, 4431 Glencoe Street in Denver, 303-699-6944. You're stuck in a difficult situation. You don't know whether or not you even need an attorney. Have a conversation with Kevin Flesh. You know, I have some really hard conversations and conversations that I don't expect some days relating to factually what happened in a case or or what's going on in the person's life. And I, I've been doing this long enough. I've been doing it, you know, since 1996, so almost 25 years. And the faces change, but a lot of times the fact patterns don't. And when you get into these situations where you know where this fact pattern is going to be going, um, but you don't know necessarily if you're going to really add a whole lot of value, that's sometimes why we have these free consultations, so I can give some advice. I can suggest what they need to do to help themselves. But at the end of the day, it may be me stepping out and saying, I'm not comfortable traipsing you through court appearances and not really adding the value that I want to add. And it's one of those things where they're going to be able to get through it on their own and and figure it out and, and not be lighter in the wallet. 
Call now for a free consultation with personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh. 303-806-8886. Flesh and Beck Law. They get results. Have you been considering an RV or are you looking for a place that will help you keep your RV in top condition? Let me tell you about my friends at Cousins RV. They've got three convenient locations to serve you in Loveland, Wheat Ridge, and Colorado Springs, which includes full parts and service departments at all three locations. Cousins RV is locally owned and operated by Jim Humble and Drew Bryant with over 40 years in the RV industry. Cousins RV offers the top manufacturers in the industry, and they have a huge selection of pre-owned RVs at every price point. Service is key at Cousins RV, and they can handle any repair, even offering a mobile RV service. Hey, we all know accidents can happen, and at Cousins RV, they have their own collision center with a paint booth to fit the largest of RVs. Come to the place that has the best Google reviews from any RV dealer in Colorado and ranks number one in customer satisfaction. Owners Jim and Drew are on site daily. Be sure and let them know you heard about them here on Sportsman of Colorado Radio. Rush to Reason with John Rush. Weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560. Welcome back to Sportsman of Colorado. If you're just joining us, my name is Scott Watley, and we are glad you are with us. We're going to go to the phones now, talk to Steve Liminoff. Steve is the Director of Marketing for ATN Corporation and uh, the makers of the coolest optics you will ever see in your life. I promise you that. I just got a, a scope from Steve and um, cannot wait to get out and use it. So, Steve, hey, thanks for being with us today, sir. Hey, Scott. Thanks so much for having me on your program. Um, I'm sure, you know, your listeners are, you know, enthusiastic about having us here, you know, talking to you about our technologies. You know, we make uh, some fantastic uh, night vision and thermal products, and uh, I'm looking forward to speaking to you today. Boy, I'm, I'm, the show. Yeah, I'm really excited to have you, too. And, you know, first of all, I'm going to give out your website, ATN, that's A-T uh, as in Tom, N as in Nancy, Corp.com. And um, you can look on and see all the different things that we're going to talk about with Steve today. But, um, Steve, first of all, give us just a little background on ATN and how you guys, you know, got into all of this with the thermal imaging and all that. Well, definitely. Thank you so much. Um, <clears throat> well, we've been around since 1995, and uh, we've actually supplied the U.S. military during the operation of Iraqi freedom during the first Iraq war and the Afghanistan war with uh, night vision devices. So we've had a long history working with military law enforcement, and uh, we've um, gone into a consumer uh, hunting world uh, in the last maybe 10 years or so. Mm -hmm. And uh, since then, uh, the market's really exploded since uh, night vision has been allowed to be used in a lot of states across the country. Some states are still a little behind uh, the times, but, you know, we'll get them there. Uh, but uh, a lot of states do offer, especially Texas and southern states, because they're overrun with uh, predators like feral hogs. Sure. And so a lot of our customers uh, love to use our products to um, – try to keep that population under control as best as they can. So, yeah, uh, we make some fantastic night vision and thermal products for, you know, various types of uh, needs, you know, short range, long range, whatnot, and uh, various price points. So, you know, we have, uh, you know, 
like Baskin-Robbins, 31 flavors. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, i tell you, the day hunting is way overrated, right? I mean, man, night hunting is very cool when you got the right tools. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. for sure. Yeah, night hunting is very exciting. You never know what could happen. <laughs> right. So let's start out, and I'm just going to go through your categories on your website. Uh, you have a tab there, Smart HD Optics. And um, let's just talk about your, your normal rifle scopes that you have. Well, um, most of our rifle scopes are smart uh, scopes, basically. Right. Um, they're all digital scopes. Um, years back, we did have a line of Dave scopes uh, or traditional Dave scopes, but we kind of went away from that because the market was way oversaturated in that uh, vertical. So we about maybe, was, I would want to say eight, six years ago, started the line of uh, smart scopes. Uh, the very first iteration of that was the Excite. Uh, which have uh, various capabilities that we currently have, but we just have improved significantly over the first iteration. So now our current uh, flagship, the X8 4K Pro, has a 4K sensor. So now when you're uh, magnifying, you're not getting uh, image degradation as much as previous generations. So it, everybody knows like a digital camera or digital scope, Mm -hmm. optics, you have the best resolution on uh, base magnification because optical magnification. Even though we use very high-end glass, our glass is rated as like 600 line pair per millimeter, which is uh, considered to be very, very um, high-end glass in the world of night vision. And um, with the sensor, we are able to have very crisp, clear images during daytime. And then you have the option to turn the scope uh, into night mode with uh, the included infrared illuminator, which is invisible uh, to humans, animals. It's uh, on the IR spectrum. Um, the scope picks it up and just illuminates uh, the nighttime into basically almost like daytime. So you have both day-night performance, plus you have a ton of other bells and whistles in that product, like dual streaming Wi-Fi, multiple profiles for various calibers. You could set up uh, the scope for like up to six different rifles, different mm -hmm. calibers, and uh, you can do um, video recording, which is very popular. There's a ton of videos on YouTube. You know, people want to go check them out on our Facebook page. We have fresh new content daily. Right. Uh, we have uh, over 30 different product ambassadors across the country that hunt, hunt daily and provide content for us, which we showcase on our website. Sometimes we even uh, do customer spotlights. As some customers submit uh, videos to us from their adventures and hunts, mm -hmm. and we you know, show that, uh, showcase that on our Facebook page as well. So, yeah, our customers love this feature because uh, they get to go hunting, and, uh, you know, you could never, you don't have to, like, lie about the big fish you caught. You, you can always show it to your friends and family and share it on social media. Right. So, yeah, we've definitely uh, brought, you know, hunting to a new level with the incorporation of, you know, first-person perspective um, video recording to the scope, which uh, I think is one of the best features of the product besides our le uh, industry-leading uh, internal ma uh, power management system. Uh, we have some of the longest running products uh, on the market uh, in terms of uh, being able to operate it more than, let's say, four or five hours. You know, our scopes can last up to like 60 plus hours on a single charge, which is wow, which is awesome. sort of in yeah. our electro-optics industry, right? No kidding. Steve Limonoff is our guest. He's the director of marketing for ATN Corp.
and go to that website, atncorp.com. You can check out all that we're talking about. You're going to start seeing a lot of things on our Facebook page with Sportsman Colorado as well. And, uh, of course, our friends over at Phoenix Weaponry are uh, connect, getting my scope all mounted on my AR there, and we're going to be getting out and doing some things with that. So hopefully we'll have some cool videos to share as well. Now, the thermal imaging, I mean, just talk about where that's gone over the last, you know, few years. And, man, yours is unbelievable, just a little bit. I've got to play with the scope out of the box. I mean, it was unbelievable. So just talk about kind of the, where you guys have taken that technology now. Absolutely, absolutely, and thanks, yeah. Um, well, as you might have imagined, thermal has not been readily available to the commercial market. It's only been kind of available in the last uh, three or four years. In terms of affordability and um, not just, you know, something that the military plays with, which, you know, honestly, uh, some of their stuff is kind of antiquated and archaic compared to the stuff that's available to regular consumers nowadays, you know, especially with the stuff that we've released. Now, you know, we've, you know, I remember when we just launched the very first thermal scope. They used to cost about (laughs) $15,000, which is an insane amount of money for a regular person. Nowadays, you can find a really good, uh, decent uh, thermal scope for around uh, a thousand bucks. You know, one of them is our new Thorel T models. But the Thor fours, uh, some the scope that I sent you to play around with, is our flagship, and it has a lot of excuse <coughs> me, a lot of bells and whistles. Also, like uh, video record through the scope. You have Wi-Fi, so you can actually stream to your smartphone from the scope and see exactly what the person is looking through the scope. So let's say if you're having a hunting buddy that doesn't have a thermal scope, mm-hmm. you can see exactly on his phone what you're seeing through the scope, which wow. is kind of amazing, I think. Um, you have ballistic uh, calculator in there. So basically, if you set up a profile uh, for your grain and load uh, at 100 yards and you range the target, uh, you can input it manually into the scope, or you can, you, we have various different accessories, mm-hmm. like our ABLE, which is our auxiliary ballistic laser. You could attach it to the scope, laser designate the target. The, that laser rangefinder sends the information directly to the scope via Bluetooth. The scope uses that data and calculates a shooting solution and adjusts your reticle point of impact automatically. So you don't have to have any holdover. You just put the reticle on the target and you're good to go. You know, various ranges up to, you know, we have two models of that uh, accessory of 1,000 yards, 1,500 yards. So you have a lot of versatility. You know, we also have binoculars that talk to our scopes as well that have laser-integrated rangefinders in them, Uh, you know, full capabilities, all through Wi-Fi, Bluetooth. So, yeah, we're, we're... I think of us as the uh, new like iPhones of uh, of electro-optics of sure. scope. You know, you know we're we're developing new technologies and new processes to make it more affordable for the end consumer, while giving them a lot of different options and features. Uh, stuff that never really been seen in traditional glass, uh, you know, and optics, binoculars, or rifle scopes. Uh, right. You know. In, in 100 years or you know 200 years that they've been around, you know, for hunters. So yeah, we're really taking you know this to the next level of not just convenience and capabilities, but also uh, being uh, you know giving the opportunity for the average person to be able to afford this type of equipment and have the same kind of fun that um, you know 
it turns into basically a video game at times. <laughs> no <laughs> kidding, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Um, but it's good stuff. It's fun. You know, you 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 really you know can test you know the capabilities of yourself, of your rifles, you know your accuracy because you know you 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 can record you know your shooting session and see exactly you know how you're pulling the trigger, where you're maybe um, not compensating for wound correctly. So you could you know teach yourself to be become a better shooter by using our stuff, not just for hunting and, you know, uh, taking game, but, you know, just practicing at the range, you can do, you know, a lot of things to improve your shooting skills. Sure. Absolutely. Last, let's touch on your range finders. Um, tell us a little bit about those. So we have several versions. We have a uh, traditional handheld laser range finders uh, that uh, have Bluetooth capability. They are able to talk to our scopes, and we have an app for them as well. So if you say you do want to use a traditional scope during daytime and you want to get a ballistic shooting solution to see exactly, you know, not just how far the target is, but, you know, how to, uh, to adjust your uh, day scope's turrets to hit the target from, you know, the first shot, our app tells you exactly how many, you know, which turret and how many clicks you, you want you would need to take in mm -hmm. order to get a good shooting solution. So we've built an, a ballistic calculator app, basically, that you can, you know, based on the type of scope you have, if it's like a MOA or mill, if it's a one-fourth uh, uh, click or, let's say, one-fifth, doesn't really matter. You know, you input the characteristics you want in the app, and so after the you laser ping the target with the laser rangefinder, you're, you're getting a shooting solution for your scope. Sure. Be it our scope that the laser rangefinder talks to, because it already has a built-in uh, ballistic calculator in the scope, or through the app for a traditional base scope. Right. Well, Steve, man, I'm really excited about our, our partnership here, and we're going to do several of these shows to keep our audience up to speed on what all you guys got going on. And, man, we're going to spread the fun for a lot of night hunting with the thermal scopes you guys have and all the different things. So, hey, go check out atncorp.com. Look at all they've got there. And, uh, Steve, real quick, we're, we're, uh, what are some of the store locations here in our Denver area they can uh, go check out some things? Uh, sure, yeah. Uh, Shields carries our products, Cabela's, uh, Bass Pro, um, not sure if there's an academy, uh, Gander Outdoors. So a lot of the gotcha. big retailers carry our products. Also, a lot of the small retailers as well, you know, we have a robust uh, channel distribution. A lot of uh, smaller stores carry our products as well. And if they don't, you could always ask them to get it from their local distributor. Sure. Well, hey, man, we appreciate it. And like I say, we're looking forward to our shows with you. And, um, yeah, hey, I'm looking forward to picking up my rifle with my scope on it and uh, having some fun with that as well. So, man, we will catch up soon for another conversation with you. Terrific. I look forward to it. All right. Steve Lemonoff, Director of Marketing, ATN Corp. is the company. Check out that website, atncorp.com. You're listening to Sportsman of Colorado. we got to take a short break. We'll be right back. Hi, Jack Corgan. Shopping for a new car can be a harrowing experience unless you use my favorite car dealer, Len Lyles Chevrolet, just east of I-225 on Colfax, 15 minutes from anywhere. I've worked with him for more than 12 years, and I promise you, Len Lyle is not your typical car dealership. Check out their excellent reviews on Google. They are respectful of your time, not high pressure, and have very progressive pricing because low overhead really does mean lower prices. Len Lyle Chevrolet. Go east and pay the least. Chevy. Find new roads. 
It's Pet Dental Health Month at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, and they are celebrating oral health for pets all through the month of February. Free oral screens will be offered by their technicians in the lobby, and when your dog or cat receives a dental procedure, you'll be entered into their special dental health gift basket drawing. You'll earn reward points at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center when you download their free app. Hey, this is Scott Watley for Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, and we've trusted our pets care this great staff since 2003. Call today and schedule your pet for their dental care, 303-708-8050. That's 308-708-8050. Check out their great blogs at LoneTreeVet.com. Rush to Reason with John Rush, weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560. Welcome back to Sportsman of Colorado. Thank you so much for joining us. Luke Weedle joins us now. Luke is a friend of mine and a volunteer with the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation here with our Denver Mile High chapter, and we've been working together with him for several years now. And uh, Luke is heavily involved, as most of us should be and aren't, but Luke has really taken on this personal mission, so to speak, to really stay involved with a lot of things down to the legislative uh, things with the capital and all the things about hunting, wolves, just about anything to do with the outdoors Luke's been involved in. So, Luke, first of all, thanks for being with us today, bud. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me, Scott. All right, so we got a meeting coming up, and we need some more sportsmen there. When I say sportsmen, of course, men and women. But uh, tell us a little bit about this uh, meeting that's coming up Thursday, February the 20th. Yeah, thanks, Scott. So this is um, the second Sportsman's Caucus uh, gathering at the Colorado State Capitol, the second meeting of the um, – of the uh, sportsman's caucuses, which happen every third Thursday of the month during the legislative session. So uh, February 20th from 11 to 1 at the state capitol will be um, the, uh, the, the monthly legislative sportsman's caucus, which is just all that is, all that means, Scott, is it's a bipartisan um, group of state sportsmen and women legislators who are working to protect and advance, you know, hunting, angling, recreational shooting, that sort of thing. Um, and when those legislators are there, we're trying to attract more legislators to pay attention to us. We need to kind of, well, frankly put, we need to show up. Um, sure. These things are not as well attended as um, some of the other caucuses, like the animal welfare one and, and so on. Um, sportsmen and women are, are, are a very powerful force, Scott, but we need to show up to these things, and, and we really need to start realizing that that all of these things that we've taken for granted for generations now mm-hmm. uh, are, are really at risk or they're at risk. So, um, yeah, so lunch will be served back to Thursday, February 20th, which is just next week, right around the corner, starting at 11 a.m. at the state capitol. You would just go through the south entrance, entrance go through security, and you'll start smelling the, the hot dogs, which are, are generously donated by a, a, a Salida company. Um, I believe Skanga Meats it donates those hot dogs every every Sportsman's Caucus luncheon. So they're great hot dogs. Uh, come and meet one of your representatives, one of your state legislators, and, and hopefully if we show up in force, we'll attract more and more legislators. Um, even those who, who aren't, you know, your traditional sports people, like people who aren't, you know, who have never hunted or fished in their lives. Um, but we need to start communicating the message that hunting, fishing, and trapping 
is what funds wildlife. It's what sure. funds, it's the reason we have sure. any, it's the only reason we have any wildlife in this state and other Western states. So um, we need some sportsman support. Uh, I, my personal goal is to get another 40 to 50 or more people at that luncheon on February 20th. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and go from there every, every third Thursday, this is going to be an important thing. If, uh, can I tell just a little bit about what will happen? I, absolutely. Or, absolutely. Please. Okay. So, so what happens is you come in, you get a hot dog and, and, uh, from 11 to one, there's legislators there. There's, you know, other sportsmen, other, other sports women, other, other, um, various groups, like hopefully some folks from RMEF and MDF and pheasants forever and, National Wildlife, the National Turkey, uh, Wild Turkey Federation. Usually there will be, I know, in fact, there will be a few um, commissioners, wildlife commissioners um, on the Parks and Wildlife Commission, uh, some former commissioners and some current commissioners. So that's also important for us to uh, represent um, ourselves as sportsmen. Um, and then some legislators. So people will just chat and meet each other and see each other again, et cetera. And then at 12 o'clock, we'll go in and we'll listen to um, the presentation. So every time there's a presentation scheduled. This time, uh, I believe there's two brief presentations. And, and again, this only is from 11 to 1. So you just right. kind of show up for what you can, what you can. If you can get away for lunch, come on down. But uh, the first presentation is by the Colorado Wildlife Council. So they'll, they'll kind of provide some updates um, on their new public education initiative. So that's, that's, that's really cool. That'll be an informative um, presentation. And then secondly, we'll hear from, I believe, uh, Marty Lowney, with, who's the state director of wildlife services at, uh, for USDA. Hmm. Um, and he's going to talk a little bit about conservation and how um, kind of active and responsible wildlife manage, management supports um, non-game species conservation. So He'll talk a little bit about how wildlife management and the experts that uh, are a part of that, um, all that planning and all that management benefits benefits so many species. In fact, I believe we have like 960 species in this state which uh, benefit from that sort of thing. So, oh, wow. um, yeah, that's the drill. Last month uh, we had an okay turnout. It was um, it was a great presentation on um, uh, Coloradans protecting wildlife who mm-hmm. um, are working to educate the public about um, the upcoming wolf uh, reintroduction, the wolf introduction uh, initiative 107. That was a very good presentation by them. Uh, that's the CPW, not Colorado Parks and Wildlife, but Coloradans protecting wildlife is right. that group. And that was a very informative pr- uh, presentation. So. I would just urge and uh, not just urge, but beg your listeners to show up at the Capitol next Thursday. And this is going to be very important, in, uh, especially during this legislative session. We've got uh, three or four more of these, um, and uh, it's important to show up, meet some other hunters and anglers and trappers and, and meet some representatives and, and commissioners, wildlife commissioners, and um, just show up. First, yeah. first step is showing up. Sure. You don't and have you, to do anything. You don't have to say anything. Just right. show up. And, you know, you and I were talking a little bit before we start uh, the show today. But, I mean, it's we all um, 
have all the freedoms in the world and but i think everything that we do in the outdoors from you know and we were talking too about just our gun rights are certainly under attack and i think all the hunting deals you look at you know the first thing started what the bobcat you know they were talking about <laughs> uh trapping and all the different things and and all these different groups are just trying to get a foot in the door somewhere and then they're just going to keep whittling away at it and all of a sudden we're going to turn around and you know our hunting is just going to be gone if we don't get involved i i mean i don't think yeah one point in my life because i've i grew up in colorado i've hunted since i was a kid i've got five brothers that hunt with me and, and I, we've i've taken this stuff for granted a lot well, but, sure. but i will tell you with with what i've seen presented at, at the to the to the to the parks and wildlife commission with what i've seen presented to legislators with what I've seen uh, just sort of in the general public with how, how um, you know, the other groups that are speaking basically in our absence, um, I, honestly, I honestly don't know, you know, I could see us not having hunting as we know it in 50 years. I mean, no question. You think it'll that, take that, that long? You think it would take that long? <laughs> Maybe not. I don't, I don't know. But uh, all I can say, Scott, is, you know, for for those uh, for those folks that are um, RMEF members like me, for those folks who are you know, and that that goes for MDF and backcountry hunters and anglers and sure. all of these wonderful conservation groups who fight for us and with us. Um, you know, all I would say is that, and I don't mean to be sensational, but the dra- the dragon is at the door. It mm-hmm. is it is scary out there. The kinds of things that are eating away at our hunting heritage, eating away at so many of the traditions uh, that, that we love. And, and these aren't just self-interested things. These are, these are mechanisms. We've built self-imposed mechanisms which have conserved game species and non-game species alike um, in an unprecedented way and in, an, in a way that, that no other place in the world has. I mean, look at Europe. I mean, no, no place on this earth has wildlife and wildlife management and the s- sort of success story of the North American model that we have, sure. um, the, the North American model of conservation. So show up, and this isn't going to eat your life away. Like, you're not going to just all of a sudden not have any time to do anything, but just show up, and you'll see what I mean. Right. Once again, this is February 20th, 11 to 1, and, uh, and you said go to the south entrance there of the Capitol? I think it's easiest to go through the south entrance. Yeah, I think okay. that's the easiest thing to do. You just quickly go through security, and you'll see a bunch of sportsmen and women and <laughs> okay. outfitters and hopefully some legislators. And, um, you know, another thing I did was I emailed my my, uh, my legislators last night in my particular um, district, my uh, mm-hmm. Senate district and, and um, House district and, and just said, hey, I'll be there. I'm your constituent, and I'll be at the Sportsman's Caucus. I hope to see you. Right. You know, and, and I don't, I don't, I don't know them personally. And, I'm not and they sure notice. I mean, these guys they, and gals and the women, they know where uh, the crowds are going into these rooms for these different meetings, don't they? Instead of two or three people walking in. Yeah, I mean, the legislators will pay attention to where there's movement and energy. Is that is that going to be you know at the um, uh, animal welfare caucus which which you know was well attended and and standing room only and lots of legislators or is that going to be at the sportsman's caucus where there's you know three people well I'm telling the reason I'm so hot about this Scott is because I think we could have 200 people there mm-hmm. and and the kind of attention that we would draw would be 
would be really great and really fitting. And I think our message is one of conservation. It's one that could be well communicated and well received to uh, to a non traditional to to non hunters and fishers, uh, non hunters and anglers. And so, I think this is just more important than ever. And um, I hope to see everybody there. Sure. What I miss. No, what man, I, miss. I think you did good, bud. So, uh, hey, and you know we appreciate all you do, and you know, and if. As we talked about, if there's things, you know, that we need to know, get word out about different meetings. I mean, if there's a, a list of these different legislators, we can get emails for and put those on our Facebook page for people to find uh, um, their particular ones yeah. to email. I mean, you know, we're happy to do all that. So let's see what we can do to partner up a little bit and uh, help get this message out. And um, we certainly want to protect all the rights we have and all the things like that. So, man, we appreciate what you're doing. Thanks a bunch, Scott. All right. Thanks for having Thank me. Thank you. That's Luke Weedle. And, again, hey, our banquet, let's talk real quick. Uh, man, what is that date? March 28th, Luke, for uh, our, That's it, man. our banquet for the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation, Mile right. High Chapter. So, yeah, go to rmef.org and events and uh, look on there and get your tickets for that. But we'll be BMCing that again this year, and uh, that is always a great time and jam-packed with people. So, um, man, try to come to our banquet there for the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation as well. So, Luke, hey, man, we appreciate it. Hope you have a great rest of your weekend, and um, we'll talk after this and uh, see if we need to give an update. Thanks a bunch, Scott. All right. You take care. All right, thank you. That's Luke Weedle. You're listening to Sportsman Colorado. We'll be right back. Stack Optical has been providing the most comprehensive quality eye and vision care for over 50 years. Stack Optical is a family-owned business, and they're proud to be one of the few optical offices that have their own on-site eyeglass production and eyeglass repair studio. Your one-stop shop for all of your vision needs, eye exams, glasses, and contacts. And don't forget about the Stack Sports Pack. Let owner and certified optician Alan Stack customize a pair of specialized glasses that will make your next outing on the golf course or on the gun range better than ever before. Call today for your $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. That's 303-321-1578. Or check them out at stackoptical.com. Rush to Reason with John Rush, weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560. Welcome back to Sportsman of Colorado. Again, thank you so much for joining. Just a reminder now, if you miss our live show on Saturdays from 1 to 2, you can catch a re-airing of it on Sundays from 8 to 9 a.m. And once again from 4 to 5 p.m. right here on KLZ 560. We're going to get on the phones now with our good friend Mike Llewellyn. He's out with NWTF at their kind of national convention. So, uh, Mike, thanks for being with us today, sir. Thanks for having us, Scott. Hey, I know you guys are busy out there, so, man, I won't keep you too long here, but want to, uh, first of all, talk about just what's happening out there at the convention. So give us an update. Oh, man, uh, this is T-Bone. Hey, oh, okay. It is a We're here at a redneck pep rally. This is the grand football <laughs> of all NWTF conventions right here in Nashville, and we're out here getting our uh, convention spirit built up and uh, getting ready for a great banquet. March the 13th, right there in y'all's neck of the woods. Man, I'm telling you, I'm looking forward to meeting you, and uh, I've watched you for quite a while on TV and all. So, 
we'll look forward to having you uh, here in our great state of Colorado. So once again, this is for the Rampart Range chapter for the National Wild Turkey Federation. This is their 21st annual banquet at the Douglas County Event Center, March the 15th. So get your tickets early and get them now. And we'll give you some information before we get off this segment here of how to do that. And um, T-Bone, let's just take a minute and um, tell a little bit about you. You know, how, how you got to where you are in hunting and who got you into hunting a little bit? Oh, well, just like so many other people, um, you know, it was our my mentors and stuff, such as my dad, my uncles, and, and just close neighbor friends. And uh, I, I think most for most outdoorsmen or most people, I mean, we're hunters when we come out of the womb. But, sure. uh, you know, it just takes a little something, a little head start. So uh, since uh, I, I've been hunting a biscuit since I was two years old. So <laughs> it's in my blood. Absolutely. Now, look, we can't call you T-Bone and everybody want to like, all right, there's got to be a story there. So uh, how did you get that nickname? Yeah, years ago, um, I actually kind of, you know, as far as TV goes, I, I played a character with Jeff Foxworthy back in the late 90s. And uh, yeah, he played a character called Willie. And they said, well, we can't call you Travis. We need something a little more hickish or, or rednecked. And I, I just threw the name out there, T-Bone. That's easy to remember. <laughs> Well, it, it kind of stuck. So uh, I got me a five-letter nickname rather than most four-letter ones. Yeah, absolutely. Once again, we're coming to you live from the National Wild Turkey Federation, uh, actually their national convention, and uh, Mike Llewellyn's the local chapter president here for Rampart Range Chapter, and uh, we'll be there as well with Sportsman Colorado Radio and hope that you can make it too. Once again, this is March the 15th at the Douglas County Event Center. The doors open at 5 o'clock, and I'm telling you, this is a great event, uh, great silent auction items, live auction items as well, great meal. And just a great time to be around a lot of great hunters and a lot of great people. So, Nick, uh, hey, thanks for being with us as well, sir. Yeah, yeah, it's great to be here. Thank you, man. Uh, so tell me what you got going on there. Are you doing a seminar or what's happening? Well, we had a pretty good seminar yesterday. Um, had a good turnout. You know, always always pretty uh, lively at our seminars. We don't really follow <laughs> any rules, so it, it turns out pretty good most of the time. But today we're just kind of hanging around the booth. Uh, a lot of folks. It's going to be a zoo in here today. and. Sure. Uh, you know, we've got our, our Bone Collector Game Calls booth here as well as our uh, hats and T-shirts, and um, it's always just a big time around the booth, so we're looking forward to that. And just a lot of really good people out here uh, for the show. You know, everything, everybody's got kind of one thing in common, turkey hunting and, and uh, the outdoor lifestyle. So uh, we just love everybody that's here, and it's just a really a great event. Right. So what was your seminar on yesterday? What was your topic? Well, we just called it the Bone Collector Campfire. We just get in, tell stories, and... You know, we don't really feel like we're uh, any better than anybody else, so we'll sure. take a few questions and answer questions and uh, just kind of rib each other while we're, while we're up there. So it's just kind of a, a free-for-all campfire setting, you know? Yeah, if you've watched our if you've watched, Scott, if you've watched our show, you, you know that uh, that we're, we're all about having a good time. So I don't know how much stuff was learned at that seminar. We're <laughs> not a seminar. <laughs> Absolutely. So, uh, and both you guys can chime on this, but let's let's – help people out here with just a couple of common mistakes man people can make turkey hunting i mean uh, and you can go anywhere you want to go with that but where, where's just a couple of mistakes that people can make how can we help some hunters today well yeah um well first and foremost i think a lot of times people call too much um you know the bird may be coming in uh, extremely quiet so uh you know be be real patient and then just you know I guess I learned that from being big and not wanting to move around a lot. <laughs> patient paid <laughs> off as far as that goes, but uh, sure. yeah, just being, being patient, not calling too much, is going to help more than anything. And Scott, hey, before I forget, 
the, the date is actually March the 13th, not the 15th. Oh, I'm so sorry. They the 15th, they're going to be picking up all the ticker tape parades. Hey, you're, you're right, and I just looked at my writing, and I was scribbled it real quick. So March the 13th, I appreciate <laughs> that. I was going to give you a tip, too. Um, to me, one of the most important things is, is do some scouting. So get yeah. out early and figure out where your birds are hanging out, if they're hanging on the edge of a field or on a ridge or wherever. And that can really help you, you know, get into position. And, and if you're out there knowing exactly kind of where your birds are hanging, where they're going in the mornings, where they're coming in the afternoons, that can really uh, make your hunting a lot better. And that's something that I do where I hunt in Minnesota, my home. Um, I don't have a big piece of ground to hunt. So I just kind of scout them and figure out where they're coming and going to. And then I just sit up, sit up and wait on them. And, and that works really good for me. But there's a lot of good tips and tactics. That's, that's one, of my, one of my top tips. Absolutely. And, you know, I mean, this is a great way, too, to get kids into hunting. And I know that's a passion for all of us. How do we keep this going on for our youth and getting them out? And so maybe, uh, and both of you can chime in on this as well, what's some tips for maybe parents taking their kids out for the first time turkey hunting? Because, you know, I mean, you got to make it fun for them and uh, all that. So help us out with there a little bit, a few tips. Yeah, with with the uh, you know with ground blinds becoming more and more popular, so many times back in the day, you know, 10, 15 years ago, we used to take our kid, put him between our legs, and try <laughs> to aim him with a shotgun. Well, nowadays, you know, with the with the blinds being so popular, as well as warm and you know keeps you out of the bad weather, uh, you you can get away with a lot more movement. And it seems like turkeys just don't really you can set them up that same day, and they don't really uh, spook or, or bother by them. So uh, I would highly in, uh, recommend investing in a ground blind and you can get your kid out there to experience the outdoors whether it was a successful hunt or not at least he's not going to be cold or in the wind or, or or it could be even her too him, him or her but that's sure. a great way to get a kid in there is a, is a uh, you know a ground blind yeah and i think uh, i think an important part of taking kids hunting is letting them kind of do it on their own terms if you get out there and they sit for 20 30 minutes they get bored and want to go well just pack up and go home you know and and uh always bring enough stuff for them to kind of keep them busy, you know, some snacks and stuff like that. And um, the, the great thing about, like T-Bone was saying, hunting out of a blind is you can bring, a like, a gun rest. And so, you know, they don't have to sit there with their gun in their hand like they would sitting by a tree. You know, they can they can rest that gun in some kind of a gun vise or a tripod or something like that. So uh, getting kids out and getting them into a, into a blind situation uh, is really good, and then let them do it on their own terms. Absolutely. Yeah, I know uh, I know lots of Cheetos and, and Halloween candy really help me stay in the woods. <laughs> hey, and we all got that buddy that just can't stop eating, right, and rattling the paper. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Hey, um, let's talk archery for just a minute with turkey hunting. And um, I know you guys are into that huge. And uh, what's some of the, the, the broadheads you guys like? And uh, help us out with some tips there. Well, we, we shoot uh, G5 broadheads. And... Uh, T-Bone and I both really like a broadhead called the Dead Meat. It's a rear-deploying expandable, uh, super sharp, all-steel construction. And the reason we like it is because it is rear-deploying. So sometimes the, the fold-over-the-front broadheads can take away your kinetic energy. If you're shooting at a real uh, stiff angle, they can uh, kind of deflect a little bit. So we, we like that rear-deploying broadhead. And uh, like I said before, they're super sharp. Um, the, the company that manufactures G5 is, is the Grace family. And uh, they actually make surgical equipment. So their stuff's really super sharp, uh, really strong and sturdy, and uh, just a great family to work with. So that's, those are the broadheads we like to use. Gotcha. Yeah, another tip. Yeah, Scott, another tip that I like is uh, talking about choosing broadheads is, you know, 
don't be don't be afraid to back your po- uh, poundage down. You're not trying to penetrate through a mule deer or elk or or a, a white-tailed deer. You're just trying to get into a turkey so you can back your poundage down to where you're a lot more comfortable. And uh, to add to what Nick was talking about, we've got another broadhead coming out, which is called a Mega Meat. It's a full two-inch cut, three. It's a three-blade, two-inch cut. So I highly recommend large cutting diameters because the the vitals of a turkey is so small yes, sir. and it's so three-dimensional, like a like a full hefty sack, that you uh, a lot of times can miss those vitals. Wait for that turkey to get in there, definitely under 25 yards, because anything past that, in my opinion, is a hail mary, and uh, let that big big cutting broadhead uh, do its work, and then back your poundage down so that you're comfortable and accurate and can pull it without being uh, using much movement. Yeah, and I tell you, I've seen a lot of guys make that mistake, man. You know, they can pull it back when you're standing there practicing and you're square-footed, standing up square-shouldered, and all of a sudden you're sitting at a weird angle and they can't pull their bow back. That doesn't do you any good, does it? (laughs) That's right. Yeah, for sure. Well, listen, guys, hey, man, we're looking for it. Now, Nick, will you be able to come to Colorado for this banquet or – well, not this year. Maybe next year. This All is right. T-Bone's year, so you'll, you'll get to see a lot of him, trust uh, me. A lot. <laughs> All we ever wanted to. Uh, well, cool, man. Well, again, this is March the 13th, and it's the National Wild Turkey Federation Rampart Range chapter. This is their 21st annual banquet. The doors open at 5 o'clock. Get there early. A lot of great silent auction items, live auction items, and I promise you it will be a good time. We're looking forward to having T-Bone there as well. And, uh, hey, T-Bone, give Mike a call call for me man yeah <laughs> oh, i sure will i'll uh, try to do that for sure i'll get him on it's like trying to lasso the wind no nah, i trust me i know man we ought to call him casper he just is there and he just disappears man yeah. <laughs> well hey and t-bone your website is t-bone outdoors right yeah t-bone outdoors bone collector uh com and then also uh, realtree.com you can find all kinds of information about all three of us on all those okay good deal well, gentlemen, we appreciate it. Is Mike there back with you? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, hey, Mike. Hey, uh, so what's the best way for people to register for this now? How do you want them to do it? All right. The simplest way is to get on our Facebook, Rampart Range, NWTF on Facebook. Follow our page. We're putting updates on there all the time. That is the easiest way. There's a uh, link to click to buy your tickets. Uh, we'll throw one thing out. We kind of changed the time a little bit because T-Bone, we're going to actually open the doors an hour early this year. Okay, so cool. Everybody can, we're we're going to start at 4 so everybody can come in early and get pictures and autographs with T-Bone and uh, just have kind of a little social hour, happy hour if you want to call it. And, and uh, you do have to purchase tickets to come, though, and you've got to purchase them ahead of time. Online sales will end on March 8th. All right, sir. All right, man. Hey, I know you guys are busy. I appreciate you taking a few minutes to be with us. And uh, T-Bone, hey, man, we're looking forward to meeting you in person. Look forward to having you here in Colorado. Thank you, Scott. Thank you for your time and all your support. Okay. Thank thank you, Scott. All right. Thank you, guys, too. And we want to thank all of our guests today on Sportsman of Colorado. So, again, if you miss our live show on Saturdays from 1 to 2, catch us on Sundays from 8 to 9 or, again, from 4 to 5 p.m., Don't go anywhere. Leave it right here on KLZ 560, and we'll talk to you next week.